What's up, listener? Thank you for pressing play. This week on the Jock and Nerd podcast, we've got a special guest. Alex Mirabel joins us. She's a correspondent for A Place to Hang Your Cape, a great site made for comic book fans by comic book fans, and a site that supported us from very early on. We've got Taika Waititi coming back for another Thor movie. Game of Thrones gets all the Emmy nominations. And Alex gives us a preview of the annual A Place to Hang Your Cape TV Awards. Plus, I'm going to turn you on to all the amazing Godzilla artists I got to hang out with this past weekend at G-Fest 2019. Bust out that Instagram listener because you're going to want to follow all of them. All that and more in this edition of the Jock and Nerd Weekly for Thursday, July 18th, 2019. This is Jason Musen for reasons best left between you and your therapist. You're listening to the Jock and Nerd Podcast. Snooch to the nooch. Check. Check one. All right. This is really fast out there. Let's give it up. Jock and Nerd. Oh, hello, listener. What's up? Thanks for joining us and welcome to the Jock and Nerd Podcast, where we give you comic book and superhero TV and movie news, reviews, and whatever we choose. Jock and Nerd! My name is Imran. My name's Anthony. He's the jock! He's the nerd. And over there in the corner is a fella you don't want to get into a staring contest with, because while he has no eyelids, and he's made of felt and cotton and cardboard, of course it's America's favorite puppet. Rug boy, what's up, rugs? You know that's why I don't like to watch scary movies. Yeah, because you can't close your eyes. No, I can't. I have to hold my hands up and look through the cracks between my hands. What happens when you sneeze? Yes, that is a good point. Do your eyes pop out? They already popped out. They're permanently popped out. Rugs, I'm over here. Are you looking at me? You're kind of looking past me over here. There you go. Yeah, there you I'm go. looking okay. through you. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard for rugs to see. Uh, also joining us, very special guest, hanging out with us this week. Uh, she's an aspiring podcast editor, producer, and frequent guest of Podcapers, the official podcast of A Place to Hang Your Cape, and an avid fan of DC Comics. Please welcome Alex Mirabel. What's up, Alex? Hi. <laughs> Who told you about the DC thing, David? Uh, uh, maybe it was uh, a little birdie named David Malofsky. Yeah, yeah. That's the, that's the joke, because I'm the, I'm the DC correspondent who's actually from DC. Oh, you are the oh. DC. Well, so, I, okay, I wasn't sure if you were a fan of Washington, DC. She loves DC from DC. Yep, (laughs) and it's thanks to the awesome david malofsky over at a place to hang your cape uh he connected us and uh you guys are doing your annual tv awards and i believe the first year we like revealed it on our show back in 2016 it was crazy yeah uh i i have not i was not around back when this started but this year i'm not alive yeah no i wasn't alive i'm i'm 
two years old. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, it's nice to have a, a female child on the show. Yeah, it's, uh, we need more. We need more babies. Yeah, and, yeah, and need, authority positions. The toddler perspective is very important. Yes, yeah. exactly. we got to cover. You will take care of the young, and we will take care of the old, old fuck generation. Me and rugs, and like Anthony's in the middle. This will be great. This will be great. <laughs> <laughs> we can show that we can all get along. That's right. Life or should can be. We? Well, we'll find out. Let's do the geek news, you bastard. The Jock, Jock and Ned Podcast. Call her a bastard. No, I was talking to you guys. Sorry. Okay. You know, female guest. Definitely that was directed to me. That was definitely a little bit to you, Yes. I mean, I'll take it. Like Mostly rug boy. So, you guys, we are recording on the first day of San Diego Comic-Con 2019. Oh, it started already? It so, by the time the show comes out, every all the good news will have been out Absolutely. already. We'll have to yes. talk about it a week later. Yes. Yeah. Fantastic. <laughs> next week, when you guys all forget what came out, we will remind you on next week's, but that's one of our most fun shows is the San Diego News Rundown. Look, there's a couple of tangential things we can talk about that will be relating to what people are talking about this week. For example, this first piece of news, I think Kevin Feige and MCU were probably saving to release at the Hall H panel Saturday at San Diego Comic-Con. But I believe it leaked and then they just had to release it. And that is the fact that Taika Waititi is coming back to write and direct Thor 4. Oh, shit. Four Thors. There's got to be four Thors. <laughs> Thor 4 and scored Yevren seven Thor, years ago. Thor yeah. Thor. <laughs> There's so many great 34, 34 jokes. There's a great, a lot of great jokes. A lot of great wordplay. Thor 4D. We're going to get that. It's just going to be that part from Ragnarok where he's going through the, the, on the roller coaster esque thing. And it's just going to be that. That's what the movie's going to be. It's going to be or, 4D. Well, if or you just go 4D and you just have live reenactments of the entire movie just it's instead of it reenacting it's just a live play everywhere you right. go oh it's 4d yes <laughs> yes I can't wait to see thor 4 and 40x it's so many fours oh my God. i just want to see four thors <laughs> four, well are we gonna see four <laughs> thors and thor 4 this is the first also the first i want to see if <laughs> if thor gets sore <laughs> when he has four, after four after four <laughs> will thor be sore when we get any more this is the first four movie in the MCU, and it's uh, yeah. it's interesting that uh, the Thor is, is the it? one. Avengers was the fourth one. Oh, well, they fucked shit, it up I until guess. the third one, and then I guess they got it right in the eyes of the masses. I guess outside and of that, Avengers in the solo movies, the first. It's really the, the first, second yeah. movie because they yes, completely yes. reinvented Thor. Yeah. Absolutely. Alex, were you a fan of Ragnarok? Uh, yeah, Ragnarok is one of... Uh, and this is a contentious topic on Podcapers, one of the few MCU movies I actually enjoy. Well, listen, oh, wow. don't take any shit from Scott Meredith, all right? But you you don't like room. MCU movies? Oh, no. I mean, I have like a few of them that I really like, but I, they, for me, they've just gotten really stale, and I've never really been a Marvel person in general, so it's not really interesting to me anymore. Do you feel the fatigue? <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. All the, all the superhero fatigue that people keep saying is a thing, and some people keep saying it's not a thing. I'm the only person for whom it's actually a thing. <laughs> She's wow. tired. Yeah, you might be the only person. Because, yeah, if you look at, uh, we'll get into the box office of Spider-Man. I thought it was going to be a thing and uh, not for Marvel. Oh, no. Yeah, that, that's that's killing it right now. <laughs> but so really good news for like Thor fans and Taika Waititi fans. I'm excited to see where he goes. Maybe we'll see. 
Beta Ray Bill, the horse horse face Thor. Would that get you back in, Alex? If there was a Thor <laughs> that had a face like a camel horse. I mean, it uh, might not even, I mean, depending on how uh, the next Guardians go, it might not even be Chris Hemsworth, you know? It might be all uh, Tessa Thompson. Oh, they could switch it out. Uh, I believe, though, Hemsworth is uh, tied to this. He's coming back. and okay. but, but maybe <laughs> I can't, I can't, he will can't be, get my hopes up too much. Well, he may be <laughs> he may be in Guardians 3, and then that'll lead into Thor 4. But let, let me ask you, does the Hemsworth do anything for you? Come on. I like Hemsworth. I right? just like Tessa Thompson more. <laughs> yeah, she'd be, she's a great Valkyrie. Yeah, she's... Uh, I will see. Like I haven't seen it yet, but I like I, I've heard how terrible people think that Men in Black is. I want to see it just for her. I like her a lot. <laughs> well, they those two have chemistry. Maybe they'll make a Valkyrie movie yeah. instead. Oh, Maybe she doesn't good. need to be a Thor. I would movie. prefer that to Black Widow. Honestly, she's got to have the, the the ponytails or whatever those yeah. those, those braids. Right, <laughs> the braids are cool. Isn't she like the ruler of Asgard currently? Uh, as the yeah, Amazon yeah, game. Oh, uh, you didn't spoil it. <laughs> oh, wow, spoiler, oh, spoiler right? yeah. I, I I edited the pot. I edited the. Oh, you had to listen episode. to the review without seeing the movie, so <laughs> everything gets spoiled for you. Anyway, oh, yeah, yeah, everything. I'll I'll get a message from Scott saying, "Watch out, it's this video." Well, wait, it's wait, this wait. One how, today. how do you work for a site <laughs> called a place to hang your cape and not see Endgame? I just, I never went to, like, I, I was in school at the time, and so I was busy with finals, and then none of my friends were like, we have to go see it. So it oh, would, really was just, I some new it friends. came past. She yeah. lives in the bizarro world, Anthony. I'm so, I'm, I'm perplexed <laughs> right now. <laughs> he just thinks that people don't exist that don't like Marvel. Hey, it's still, no. in, yeah. it's still in the theaters, Alex. There's still time. Oh yeah, they're bringing it back. Or they, did they already no, bring it, it back they, in theaters? They, it they just kept, it, it just kept, it just kept running. Uh, and it's getting closer to Avatar, uh, but you can. There's still a chance to see it. Um, now, this is bad news, though. If you are a fan of Akira, Bugs, you're a fan of Akira, right? Yeah, that, but I, I never want to see this movie. Well, Taika Waititi <laughs> was working on a live action Akira. There's got, no point to that it. That has been put on hold indefinitely, which is probably going to be shit. I mean, it's going to be hard to uh, uh, make yeah, that, that. That's a put on hold for Thor. Yeah. yeah. Four. Let's do yeah. Thor 4 instead. Uh, so uh, that's probably one of the pieces of news that already is is out by the time the show posts. Here's another one that's not in your notes. Yes. The uh, Top Gun trailer came out. Oh, yeah. See, oh, I was yeah. going to save all this for the next episode, but did yeah, you? Yeah, but it, it happened today. It did. Did you watch There's it? There's a lot of trailers that came out today. There was a, <laughs> there was a Jay and Silent Bob reboot. Uh, I saw that, that trailer, yes. I'll just come I mean, the the Thor the uh, Top Gun one. Yeah. I had no idea a Top Gun movie was. Oh, even you didn't know? Out. I knew they were making no, no that idea. Top Gun. No I, I, I heard them talking about it for years. Yeah. but I think it was supposed like it was supposed to be a surprise today. Yeah, no one knew exactly when it was coming. I did watch the trailer. What did you think, Anthony? I mean, I've a Top Gun doesn't hold like a, a special place in my heart, so. I was just like, oh, that's cool. Tom Cruise and Top Gun. I haven't seen a Top Gun movie in, what, 25 years? Yeah, 1986. 86? 23 yeah. years ago? Yeah. I wasn't, you know, I just wasn't expecting it, but yeah. I'd leave it to you guys. That Top Gun's more your your speed, right? Or your era. I mean, yeah, who the, doesn't like half naked dudes playing volleyball? Playing volleyball, yeah. <laughs> I just yeah, remember no, the girl My mom was really hot. excited when I mentioned it to her. I was like, yeah, the It trailer came out today. And she was like, eh. and I was like, Top Gun? She was like, Top Gun? You gotta watch a Top Gun trailer, and I was like, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, this is a sequel. I don't know, one of those nobody really asked for, but it seems to have got some people excited. It does uh, have most of the feedback I've seen base. online yeah. was was excitement. And I, yeah. you know what? I guarantee Tom Tom Cruise learned how to fly an F fifteen jet. 
He, he fucking <laughs> rode that plane. He drove that he, shit. He, he learned how to fly that fucking plane because that's that what he That was his does. stipulation to be in the movie. He's like, I don't have to pay me. I just want to fly How's the plane myself. How's he still a pilot, though? 23 years later, I find that kind of hard to believe. I think he's been flying planes his whole life. He probably he just has. Does, he just does shit. What do you think? He's waited till he, now to fly a plane. He's probably been doing that shit since the, the original Top Gun. Tom Cruise is crazy. Uh, listener, if you want to join the conversation, you should join our Facebook group. It's called the Jock and Nerd Nation. It's awesome. It's closed. You can hang out with any, everyone. Alex, you do the Facebook groups. They can be fun. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't... I. I... I don't think I'm in any Facebook groups other than stuff from my college. Like, it's like Facebook's for old people. It is. Great, great job, Imran. Yeah, I, I use I, Facebook a lot. I just don't use groups a lot. You do the Facebook groups, don't you? Actually, I've never been in a Facebook yeah, group. Uh, oh, all right. What are these? Well, <laughs> tell me about them. Now you know what it's like when Imran talks to girls you when know he what, was single. The it was just like he would bring up a topic and they would just completely shoot well, it down. God, I forgot the demographic age has, has changed yeah. for Facebook. You know, <laughs> definitely. But look, if you have an older uncle or grandmother who wants to join the Facebook group, definitely pass on the link. Yeah, uh, we got a Facebook group. It's all yeah, fun. My dad, I'm always seeing my dad comment on random. I think he follows like every comic book creator ever on, on Facebook. Anyways, if you want to hang out with our listeners, join the Facebook group, whatever. Moving on. Listen, uh, Spider-Man Far From Home. I want to check in on the box office because I think this will be the first Spider-Man movie to break a billion dollars. And it is at $860 million worldwide. Oh, shit. Not bad. It's very impressive. Two- I can't believe that they haven't, that no Spider-Man movie has broken a million dollars. That's crazy to me. Uh, no. And so it is uh, the highest grossing worldwide was Spider-Man 3, believe it or not, $890 million. Yeah, I mm. guess anticipation kind of pushed that to... <laughs> Yes, that, that was all hype after Spider-Man 2, and then we right. were kind of let down. Uh, but domestically, it's at 294, just under 300, which is great. Spider-Man, the first Sam Raimi movie, uh, tops the domestic Spider-Man movies at 403. Mm. Uh, Spider-Man Homecoming at 334. I think you can beat that. I think you can get close to Spider-Man 2 or original Sam Raimi Spider-Man. But I do want this mm. movie to make a billion dollars. Alex, have you seen this one? No. <laughs> oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> I actually, I, I haven't seen a movie in a while. I really, I, I need to get out there. We've just been so busy with, with stuff right now that I don't think I have seen a movie in theaters since Shazam. Man, I just or like, us, I'm, I'm just enjoying us. Imran queuing you up. And you're a just, DC movie. Yeah. Killing him. Yeah. <laughs> it, was either D, it was either Shazam or Us. So uh. it was probably Shazam. I think, I think Us came out before Shazam. Sh- yeah, Shazam should. Shazam is a really fun movie. <laughs> I kind of want to. I can't wait to see it again. She's a DC fan. It makes sense, but like, uh, wow! Like a lot of people have seen this movie. Alex, not one of them. Alex, when you do, it's it's been spoiled for you, obviously, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. I I did the I did the podcast. Did you do your duty and go see Captain Marvel? No, I, I have not wow. seen Captain Marvel. Bullshit. I haven't seen Endgame. Good for you. <laughs> see, she's not kowtowing to the pressures of. No, yeah, the the last Marvel things. movie I think I saw in theaters was Ant Man and Wasp, which was the first review I was on for Podcapers. How long have you um, been working there now? Uh, I think the first episode I did was eighty four. I think so. It, it's I, I've been writing for a place to hang a cape since last May, but I think I, I started doing the podcast sometime around September November. Um. Of of last year, mm, two, yeah. Last so like year? two, like two years ago. 
Two years ago. I don't. I don't even remember time. What is time? Time <laughs> is a time. construct. It's a construct, yeah. according to Kanye. Well, look, Alex, when you eventually do see Spider-Man Far From Home, if you're ever going to see it. <laughs> there's so- I've heard good things. I, 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 I've heard a lot of great things from Scott and friends who have seen it. It's chock full of Easter eggs, which was one of the greatest things about this movie. Why would she, why would she care about that? I don't know. She doesn't like Marvel. She doesn't. What, what, why would she care I, about the Easter I'm eggs? Interested, I'm interested about like little Easter. I, I actually really like when people when, when like movies the put in those details. Yeah, Wait, if you don't, I don't the... understand them, okay. I like look them up and be like, oh, that's cool. All right. Oh, I like that. I like that. It gets you curious. Yeah. To figure out, I, I would have figured the opposite. You'd right. be like that. Right. I don't give a fuck. Right. That, I don't watch. Means... I don't listen. To, I don't read the comics. It means I don't nothing care. to me. I know nothing about this. No, I mean I appreciate it in in in, in every movie. I think it's like even. Like I think I feel like I would be more annoyed if 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 it bothered me in DC movies. I think it would also bother me in Marvel movies, and it just mm. I I like them both. Like I almost don't want to do the news and just want to ask her about being a DC fan. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I'm intrigued. I've just been listening to Imran yeah. talk to her, and I have been I've been enjoying this so far. So <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely a weirdo. So in can the I nerd space. can I ask a few? Qu- do you mind, Imran? Let's go, Rugs. All right. So how does this happen? Like <laughs> you grow up. Your dad probably, or your somebody in your family. I'm just assuming it's your dad because you mentioned him. Yeah, yeah. Um, not because he's a guy. He's you a, met- no, he's a Marvel fan. Oh, he mm. is a Marvel Huge fan. Huge Marvel fan. I actually, Ooh, I kind of got rebelling. into comic books through him. I actually collected the original Powerpuff Girl comics when I was way younger, and I still have a lot of them. But uh, uh, I actually, a friend of mine uh, told me that I had to watch Teen Titans. And so I watched Teen Titans, and that was that was it. I was done. It was all like, Teen Titans, Young Justice, oh, uh, okay. Batman the good, animated the good series, stuff. the good stuff. Not Teen Titans yeah. Go, but then when they're actual. Oh, I mean, Teen Titans Go has so, has its moments. I, I understand that it's kind of a lot, and it has a lot of bad stuff. But I I went to see uh, Teen Titans Go to the movies, yeah. and that was fun. That was a fun movie, and I'll probably see. Is Teen Titans Go versus Teen Titans is the next movie that they're oh, doing? Oh, that's right. Where they're, they're the, adult, the adult team. No, a lot of people got in on those uh, those DC cartoons. Justice mm-hmm. League, Batman animated earlier. Uh, was- so what do you think that makes DC, like, why did you never wade in the marble pool? Like, why did you just stick with I think, DC? I, I think to me, like, I, there, was a, there was a quote that I can't remember who would, who made it. But, like, I think it just kind of epitomizes that, like, Martha. A lot of Marvel, <laughs> oh, lot of Marvel is about people becoming gods, and, D- and DC is about gods becoming people, and I think the gods mm. becoming people just appeals more to me. <laughs> and I say that as a, like, my number one character is the whole Bat family side of DC. I, like, Catwoman is my favorite character of all time from anything ever, <laughs> so, like, I am going to be in that camp firmly, probably forever. <laughs> Okay, hmm. that's an interesting take on it, and I, I guess I can. It is kind of true. Yeah. I mean, the, it's the Marvel people are the the regular guy that becomes power, have, yep. has powers, yep. and the yeah. DC people are usually born with it and then right. have to figure it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I and I, I and like I love I love the Wonder Woman is the movie is probably one of my favorite movies of all time, mostly just because of like the No Man's Land scene will. Like without a doubt, make For me sure. cry every time I see it. I can just see it with a, like in the corner of someone's like watching it in a dentist's office, and there's no sound, and I'm like, ah, <laughs> my heart. <laughs> no, it's an amazing movie. It's interesting, an iconic scene. And I will say, Marvel 
really, you know, missed the boat by not putting out a female-led movie before. And even when yeah. they did, there's nothing. It's still not Wonder Woman. It's not Wonder Woman. There's nothing no. as iconic as yeah, that no man. I watched scene. Captain Marvel recently. Not all of it. Some bits and pieces, and it was just like, hey, it's all right. Right. Yeah. I just. I. I I've I've seen a lot of videos like dissecting like hey what is what like what happened what what's why is this movie so weird and I think that like the number one thing is that they're only they're they're really equivalent scene is that I'm just a girl scene and that song just feels like it would be so out of place. Yeah, yeah, it's a little it's a little forced that, maybe. Nobody liked that, that, that song choice. Well, that sucked. Well, nobody um, thought that that was a good nose. idea. Yes, we all sat did. there. Yeah, yeah. Well, they're wrong, obviously. <laughs> Uh, wow. it, it is a little cringy. So, uh, what do you think about Wonder Woman uh, 1984? Looks fun. I'm so excited. I actually live uh, 20 minutes from where they filmed it. Oh, really? They, because the, the the movie now is this movie's taking place right outside of DC. It's taking place in Alexandria, Virginia. Oh, okay. Oh, and, and okay. Outside of DC Comics. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, I think mostly because she's taking on the Cold War and right, and right, right, right. All that she's stuff. She's always and they, been in Washington DC. They totally refurbished an abandoned mall, and my dad's lived here for forever. And he saw he saw like all the pictures. And he's like, "Holy shit! Oh. Someone has to work for them that lived here, because there's no way they could have gotten it that accurate." Why didn't they just use the Stranger Things mall? It was already set up. It sounds like the same set. <laughs> yeah, I think they were probably filming it at the same time. They could have just used the Star Court <laughs> Mall. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, that's gonna be great. But how do you think? Steve Trevor, Chris Pine is involved in this movie that takes place fifty years later. I think 70 years either later. a dream sequence, okay. like or she like she's seeing him in other people because obviously he's wearing like eighty stuff in the pictures that we've seen him in, or we're gonna have a you know Peggy Sharon kind of situation where it's a somehow like his great nephew that or Looks his grand nephew like that, yeah that looks exactly like mm. him. Yeah. Oh, I think they did something like that mm. on a TV show. That was yeah, on the Wonder so. Woman's TV show, yes. When yeah, something like the that. First, the first season was like in World War One, and then I jumped ahead, and it was yeah. <laughs> it was the Steve Trevor the so third looked the same. The Bat Family is your favorite thing, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. So, do you like the Batman movies? Do you like Gotham? Do you watch Titans? Titans. It's varying levels of like for them. I, I liked Gotham just for what it is, what it was, which is kind of a dumb, silly show. Titans, I thought was I, I liked it a lot when I watched it, and then I watched Doom Patrol, and I'm like, oh god, Titans could be so much better. Um, right, Doom Patrol is by far like probably one of the best things DC has ever done. Um, I love Doom Patrol. I was blown away so by this season. I was looking forward every Friday. It's so oh quirky and it's weird, so and good. Ha- yeah, it has so much heart. And you can mm-hmm. I love these characters. Yeah, I, I never thought that no I would asked you, ever care about Rita Farr ever. And <laughs> right? like something impossible. <laughs> Rita impossible. Farr is like so amazingly tragic. She's so I good. Yeah. And like, she's, I she's love this I show. I love this movie. See, that's me. Where Rug Boy, every time we watch a show, this is him. Fuck that show. This is what happens. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we can't find a middle I'm point. I'm the Siskel to his Ebert. <laughs> so I'm excited. There's someone like who enjoys these DC Universe shows. Are you watching yeah. the Swamp Thing? It's also very good. Swamp Thing's great. I think yeah. it has like weird dialogue, but that's not the point of it. It's very obvious. The point is horror and it yeah. delivers. I mean, it's James Wan. Of course it delivers. I- I'm very sad about its cancellation yes. just because of a money problem. 
Well, the other, you know, the well, other money's important. Money's important. Yeah, no, money yeah. is important. Yeah. But it's like it wasn't canceled because it wasn't doing well. It was canceled because North Carolina like pulled out of their tax break or whatever, and it sure. made the show way too expensive. The other story I heard about that was the so when you watch this show, the swamp is all set, and it's an amazing set. And that's it's, a crazy set. It's also and it's huge. So yeah. another decision. It was costing them a lot of money was we have to store these sets in between seasons and yeah. that's going to cost way too much money. So then they just decided to kill it. Also, you know, uh, this uh, Warner Brothers last week, we talked about how they just announced HBO Max, uh-huh. which may or may, they said the DC universe will be okay. That's not going anywhere. Yeah, I, I have a feeling that it's going to be, uh, I think there's another streaming service that does it, but like we're going to get, like those shows will also be on on the Warner Brothers know, on HBO. It, like, afterwards. Like Netflix internationally, Doom Patrol, Titans, all of the DC Universe shows They're on Netflix. are on Netflix. Mm, that's a good but, point. But after the season's done, so once the season's done, they put it all on Netflix. So I think it's it's going to be like that. Where after season's done, we'll get all of it on HBO or whatever. So you probably think that the, the the app is worth the price uh, of subscription. Yeah, absolutely. I, the, uh, and, and it wasn't Yikes. until recently that I believed that. I think Doom Patrol pushed uh-huh. it over yeah, for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I think there's so many, like, it took them a while to actually get a lot of comics on there, but there is thousands of comic books uh, that, that you can just read totally. I mean, for, for free if you pay for it. But, like, uh, like anytime free. you want, you can, you can read these comics and yeah. legitimately, technically, um, without, you know, pirating and and it's a, it's a great resource and they have like blogs now that you can write your own articles and and um and post them to the site they've got like a whole community center it, it's it's trying to be like a dc social media mm-hmm. kind of thing yeah. and and they have they have an encyclopedia on there too which i think is possibly free you don't actually need a subscription to go into it but it's really cool you can just type in the character and find everything they've ever been in um, at, like key issues that you should read if you want to learn about them, um, all their background and stuff. It's it's really really cool. Do you watch? They have that Daily Show. Do you watch the Daily Show? No, I, I get all the notifications for it because I yeah. follow them on Twitter. But no, <laughs> I have not I mean, watched. I'll watch it if there's someone interesting on. We were uh, we we're a little bit critical of the app, right, guys? I didn't think it was worth the like money. She, Rug Boy just clear does not like it. Ah, you know? I'm, I'm, I'm not show. a fan of the app either. Uh, look, tw- but, it, but to each each their it, own. Yeah, no, it has some like technical issues. There's a lot of problems with the actual streaming, but I think that, that seems like a problem for an app that's based on streaming. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like the subtitles. They're too big. They're for really you. bad. They're huge. They are you, big, I, I, especially in. Uh, Young Justice, now they have all these people speaking Markovian, and you have to turn oh, off yeah. the subtitles to be able to read what they're saying. Because it says, like, speaking Markovian. <laughs> <laughs> On top of it. There's over 20,000 comic books. I actually found myself reading, like, the Brian Michael Bendis Man of Steel and yeah. uh, some um, Dark Knight's Metal. I read the first issue of that. Yeah. It used uh, to be just, like, shitty issues that no one wants yes. to read anyway. Now there's, like, good and stuff And now it's actually there. good yeah, stuff. <laughs> yeah. But I love Swamp Thing, and I'll agree, Doom Patrol I really made me... Uh, love that service, but yeah. they announced. Oh, that's what made you love it. it look, I thought you liked it from the start. I, well, it was. I mean, it, yeah, it, had a rough, it had a rough start, obviously. But oh, why yeah. would they? Uh, they announced Sandman for Netflix. Why would they not put it on this DC Universe app and they went straight to Netflix? That 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 I think is. Where, I think it's because they're trying to keep up a relationship with sure, Netflix because of the international. Because obviously, 
Marvel had this relationship with Netflix and it went totally south. Yeah. And they don't want to piss off Netflix, so that's why they're giving them all these shows. They still have all the CW shows whenever they're done on uh, on the CW every season. Um, so I think Netflix and them are going to continue to have a close relationship, which is why Netflix doesn't seem as pissed off that they're yeah. losing friends or the, uh, the they're losing the office and to friends, yeah, HBO because they're they're like we're uh, good. Netflix and us, we're good. DC, go fuck yourself. I mean, Disney, yeah. go fuck yourself. Take it all. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's clear. Like the second that they bought Fox and they bought Fox just for Hulu, they were like motherfucker. And that's when they started <laughs> pulling all the cancellations. The streaming war is going to be uh, this, this DC detour has been interesting. It's been a lot of fun. <laughs> Alex, let me ask you this, because this will uh, d- dictate if I skip this whole next news bit or not. Okay. <laughs> Have you are you a Game of Thrones fan? I was. I, I, I didn't watch a season, but I know all about this season. So <laughs> well, let me look at this. What the next Game of Thrones thing is. Well, I don't want to talk about no, this. Just because look, we, 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 we reviewed the season and it was a yeah. contentious season. It was split amongst the fans. I was wondering how it was going to do in the Emmy nominations. The Emmy nominations have come out oh my and record breaking 32 nominations this year. The most ever for a series. Really, in a single I don't year. think it deserves that. I think it's just getting that for, because it was such a big thing that now that it's over, it's like, okay, we need to give them everything. When in reality, I don't think, and, and, and I really have only seen like the key moments of the season, but I, I, from the fan reaction, from the people that I trust that have told me about it, it did not deserve so many of the nominations. But the, the nominations are for acting and for, uh, you know, special effects, right. costuming, all that. that it deserves sense. all I that stuff. There's a directing and writing one for the episode that everyone hates. There's one. Yeah, that's yes. outrageous. So the, the, Which one is the, it for? It's for the last episode, I believe. Oh, yeah, that's rough. But also the uh, uh, the writing, Benoist and uh, Weiss and whatever their names are, they're getting nominated for the writing of the... I did enjoy the last episode. I thought that was... Uh, it would... It was a. Uh, of course, a, you did. It was, be- it was better. <laughs> it was better than the episode. Well, let me let me throw in here. It, yeah. If it's the writing for that last episode, I don't know about the that. Iron but, Throne episode. But the acting and the special effects are oh, definitely. I mean, at least the special effects as well. This deserved. needs to be said. Yeah. All right. As on its shittiest day. Yeah. On its worst day. Yeah. Game of Thrones is better than anything on the DC app ever. Oh, absolutely. And anything that's been on TV ever, mostly except for Breaking Bad and a couple of other yeah, things. I, I just, I, I mean, obviously, I disagree with that. I don't think, like, I, I, I don't think Game of Thrones has been really that good for years. Um, I think that once they, once they started realizing that they needed to get to a point, they got, they wanted to get to the end that George R. R. Martin told them they needed to get to, yeah, and then didn't realize. That oh shit, these characters are different people from they from who they are in the books. So we just have to force them to get there and fuck characters, I guess. Fuck the characters that we've built up until this point. I wouldn't I wouldn't argue that point that they this, the writing got bad towards the end, but the costuming, the set design, the acting's always bad. That's acting, all money that's, though. Like no, I, I, yeah, acting's but, one thing, but like if if you have money, you can make the prettiest show in the world. You have enough money that, <laughs> and it and it'll be better than what uh, what's on DC. Money and right, talent. They don't have, though. They, don't have a, they don't have the but, same but, amount of money. But, it's, but, I don't but they're think... not. It's not based on how much money you have. It's based on what you see on screen. Right. It's well, not well, a barometer. If you have the money for it, you can well, make the, it looks on screen better. No, I mean the last. I'll give you the fact that yes, the last season was probably the worst season of all of all of the shows. But 
in the entirety of Game of Thrones, if you look at it and you just add all the seasons together and average it out, it still is one of the best shows ever made. Yeah, I agree with that. I think it's it's an it's an epic feat that it that it exists in the way it exists. Um, but I think that it, it yeah, just has. They did screw the pooch at the end. Yeah, I think it has a lot of issues that I'm worried going forward with all these projects that these guys are getting that it's they're going to have the same problem over and over and over again because they're not going to learn because they're being rewarded for the bad stuff that they're doing. Well, that's the thing they and this is the 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 thing I like to keep dragging out into the light is that the source material is everything. And yeah. once they once, once they didn't they have that, out, yeah, yeah, exactly. And then they, they started to lean on typical Hollywood bullshit yep, writing, yep. yeah, and, yeah, absolutely. Uh, and then, and then now, it becomes apparently like mediocre. Yeah, and they're getting a Star Wars. Yes, should <laughs> we be worried uh, about the a Star whole Wars new series on uh, on HBO? Like about about what if the Confederacy won? Which is just I don't know if they're still doing that one. It's I writing that by one. committee. It's writing by yeah, committee yeah. that they do. Well, let, let me say this though: it definitely screwed the pooch toward the end. Yeah, one hundred percent. They needed that source material, but. I do give those guys credit in that they were able to adapt the source material to make it tangible for a widescreen audience. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of source material that gets adapted on TV that's worse than what the source material is. Oh, so there God, is, yeah. there is. Well, that's a good point. There is a talent for taking what's on paper and then translating it yeah. to a different medium yeah, they and can, making it they good. They can adapt anything. I, I will well, let we'll, them we'll see, do we'll see what they have. <laughs> we'll see what they what they can do though with stuff. That they don't have to adapt, I've heard yeah. that George R. R. Martin's a little bit wordy in his books, and and this is an amazingly streamlined they version cut out of the like story. Half the characters, right? Like, there oh, are so wow. many characters that are just not there. <laughs> well, I've heard um, there's like Martin will write a few pages about a character, and then he'll just kill him, and like it was just like a weird tangent that really right. had nothing to do with anything. He, he just likes to he likes to explore he's, where that character would actually go in a real life. Yeah, yeah. Goes by the yeah. seat of his pants, or, not in real life, in, but in, in the his, life he in created. His reality, yeah. exactly. I still hope that the cast and the, the technical crew and the creatives do get rewarded because it is unlike anything. I, I'm surprised at 32 nominations. Yeah, I think I, I think there's there's a a fantastic back behind the scenes video of like the the table read. Yes, the document just, it's in the documentary. It's really good. Oh my god! And they're all just bawling yeah, at the yeah. at the finals or whatever the scene is with Danny. And like, because they don't, they don't know, and they're reading it for the first time. And she had a like Emily Amelia Clark called her mom and begged her for forgiveness. Oh man, <laughs> she's like, I'm so sorry. Like they, like I, I, I know that's not me. <laughs> like it's, it's, I didn't want this or whatever. Like it's so sad. Uh, tying this back into San Diego Comic Con before we take a break. Mm-hmm. The ga- there's a Game of Thrones panel. This year, and I thought that was kind of weird because I felt like, oh boy, if they take oh, fan mm. questions, whoa, right. you yeah, know, they if they, have, they have the prequel, so they and they have, the, but, but the whole cast is coming out as kind of like a one last goodbye. Okay. I was like, man, if the showrunners show up, well, literally yesterday they announced that Betty Weiss have canceled their schedule appearance at San uh, Diego uh, Comic Con. Oh, yes, I, that's pretty craven. The the minute you take. <laughs> 
questions from the audience. You're so fucked, Benny Offenweiss. It, it, that's probably the right oh, yeah. move. The yeah. actors and actresses won't get any flack. Right, because they could be like, hey, oh, yeah. it wasn't us. Yeah, we're no. reading the script. Uh, but I was like, man, you really going after this fucking, how the season that went down? That would have been a stand-up move, though, if they did go. And oh, they're like, God. Hey, let's take the questions. No, they're like, no, fuck all that. I mean, the actors and actresses should get like a last like victory tour just for yes, being on yes. there for so long. Oh my gosh, yeah. They, they yeah it's not the their world. fault. Right. Yeah, <laughs> it's not the, especially after this, uh, the most Emmy nominations uh, they've ever gotten and uh, it's uh, they, they do deserve one final hurrah. So we'll have more next week. San Diego Comic-Con news rundown. Tune in next week. Tune in when it's all old <laughs> and we'll make it new again. We're going to take a quick break right here, listener. <laughs> Play some promos and we'll be back to talk about the TV awards on A Place to Hang Your Cape right after this. After these messages, we'll be right back. It's your boy, Mr. Throwback Thursday. Bill and I need your help. We need you to go to www.podcastawards.com and register. Then cast your vote for Mr. Throwback Thursday in the People's Choice and Music categories. We need you to use all your email addresses to vote and vote again. Register one time with your Gmail address, another with your .me address. Break out your old AOL and Hotmail address. We need them all. You've got mail. Voting is open from now until July 31st, so get out there and vote. And like Bartles and James, thank you for your support. So until next time, keep it classic. And always remember, new school stale, old school fresh. File's done. Goodbye. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We'll get you back to your podcasty goodness now in a minute. First, we'd like to take a second to tell you about our marginally better podcast, the 365 Flicks Podcast. I am the Scottish Whedon Whore Chris. And I am the Pissy X Video Store Clerk Kev. And we bring you the latest movie and TV news, reviews and rants. All that and a bunch of top fives that you really will not care about. Subscribe to us on iTunes, Libsyn and all other third-party podcasting apps and on top of all that you'll get free access to our indie talk you'll hear us speaking with directors producers actors comic book creators and artists about their experiences don't forget to drop us five stars and follow us on the facebooks and the twitters told them not to go in the water do you like superheroes do you like movies television shows and comic books do you like listening to a guy rant about these things for hours on end well then you're in luck because you need to check out Pod Capers, the official podcast of A Place to Hang Your Cape. Featuring me, Scott James Meridew, we'll be talking about a variety of geek and nerdy issues, joined each week by a rotating panel of guests that will try to contain me. Jokes on them, I cannot be contained. So please, join us on Pod Capers, the official podcast of A Place to Hang Your Cape, where superheroes go to relax, but I never do. Cue the music! Listener, if you've been enjoying the show and you want to support us and get more show, join our fan club. Visit jockernerd.com slash Patreon. It's like Jockernerd Plus or Jockernerd Max or Jockernerd, any of these new streaming services. Uh, you get bonus content. The shows come out early. There's a bunch of tiers where you get stickers and T-shirts. It's a lot of fun. Super shout out. Thank you to the official science 
guy of the Jock and Nerd podcast, Dr. Adam Morris, PhD for increasing his pledge. Jock and Nerd. Uh, this week. Thank you, sir. And thank you to all of our patrons. Sign up, jockandnerd.com slash Patreon. Okay, Alex, the 2019 A Place to Hang Your Cape TV Awards. Yeah. When does that start? It starts the day after the show posts, I believe. Uh, I think so, yes. Um, I Oh, God, what day is that? July 22nd. I, I've done July my homework. 22nd. Thank you for I sh- things I should know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 been a, it's, been a, it's been an experience, um, but it's, I'm excited for this to all. We're, we're finishing everything up. We're getting all the articles ready. They're not going to last year, and I think the year before, each article came out on different days. Yeah. That's not the case this year. They're all coming out on the same day. So these articles are the categories. I love uh, yes. uh, what uh, everyone and the listener, you can go vote. I love these categories that you guys come up with. What are some of uh, the categories? Have you got anything new or is it the same as last year? Uh, we have a one. We have two new categories. We have uh, best uh, animated season. Oh, um, which is it, it's been great. There's been a lot of really, really good animated shows this year. Um, that's I think we have uh, Young Justice Outsiders because um, actually I didn't push for that to be on there. Uh, David did. So <laughs> that wasn't me, actually. Uh, but She-Ra is on there. Ooh. Carmen Sandiego, Disenchantment. Like there's a lot of really, really great shows on there. And then I think new this year is best individual episode, which oh. is kind of best writing. Okay. Um, so we have one episode per, we, we, we decided very early on to have one episode per series. If, if it even gets on there, because I had a nightmare deciding which doom patrol episode I wanted to put on there. <laughs> that's gotta be really hard. So that's what I want to get into when we started. So in, when we started this podcast, we would review episodic, uh, reviews of comic book shows every oh, episode worst. for a season and <laughs> in 2015 we could do that because there was maybe a handful of shows it was right? just right. i could tell you what it was flash yeah. arrow yeah and then we got like gotham legends tomorrow and right. uh, agents, agents of, of shield, shield. agent yeah. carter mm-hmm. easily so manageable many so many so i just for my own edification i tried to list all the comic book shows i could think of that were running in 2018 mm-hmm. 2019 I came up with 33 shows. Oh, shit. <laughs> now, oh, shit. I, yes, I should love this because when I was a kid, we didn't have this. Hell, five years ago, we didn't have any of this. Oh, yeah. Now it's overwhelming. I am not able to watch everything. Is Does this make it harder to come up with the categories and nominees for your Absolutely. award show? Absolutely. Yeah, there's, there's some shows that like obviously we had to have but there are a lot of shows that we just unfortunately didn't get to because no one no no like a place to hang cape is not a big group of people we don't yeah. not everyone can watch everything so there's some shows that unfortunately you know fell to the wayside there's some shows that we tried to represent and then we asked people who are outside of place to hang cape hey do you know what what would be good for this show like what category it should be in we wanted to represent as many shows as we possibly could. Yeah. It was just so hard. We tried to like have this thing of, okay, if the full season's not out yet, but that would disqualify Swamp Thing, which is even, isn't even getting a second season. Um, so we wanted to put Swamp Thing. We wanted to put Young Justice, even though technically it's not over yet. But because it's been kicking ass in former years, unfortunately, uh, we wanted to let other shows uh, do better. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is not anywhere here. Really? Um, oh my yeah. God, entirely out. Yeah. Wow. Uh, we decided that because it, A, it started so late into when we were doing all of this. That's a good point. It's more 2019 um, and just yeah. recently, yes. Yeah. And, and, and it also just, 
uh, it's been dominating the the awards for so long. It it's, really it was with, with yeah. all these DC Universe yeah. shows and a lot of new shows. We wanted to at least let them have a chance. <laughs> so you rigged it. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's <laughs> all my bit. fault. But no, in, in reality, like David and I had a really long conversation on whether or not we should include Angel Shield, um, and and he ultimately decided. No, it, we can keep Swamp Thing, we can keep Young Justice, but no Age to Shield. So I have a link in here, and I'll put in the show notes, listener, to the video of when he came on, and we did it on Blab, uh, episode <laughs> 114, and like Agents of Shield won every category. And I remember, yeah. Anthony, we were like, man, this show has crazy fans. Oh, yeah. I remember when everyone was voting for just Agents of Sealed, even though it didn't deserve to win every category. And it had way more <laughs> votes than everything else. Uh, right. I have some news just released this week about Agents of Sealed, the show. Ending. Currently, yeah. I, just, I just got you there, Imran. Currently you. on season six. But, dude, the history of the show, it gets pushed back to Friday. It gets pushed back to 9 p.m. Two times it has miraculous renewals when they did not know it was going to get picked up. Mm-hmm. And then they just announced it will end with the next season seven. I- I think a show like that is really hard to do because they're so heavily reliant on whatever's happening in the movies. Well, and it's not anymore, the reason why though. I fell off with it so yeah. early on was because it felt like they were just waiting around for a movie to happen and then the plot would pick up and then it would die off again. Um, they tried to but, make it connected and originally with Winter Soldier came out, it did connect to that whole, you know, Hydra's taking over. But yeah. then there's no way, like it was never really connected. You can watch the yeah, show without to, watching the movies. At some point, it just couldn't be anymore. It really like it. it it's it sucks that it you know was so reliant on that early on, and I just it, it was something that I just couldn't. But let me. I well, are you with. excited for these Disney Plus shows coming out then? Because oh, geez, you're I, asking I'm not, the wrong I'm person. Yeah, not right? even gonna get you're not Disney gonna Plus. get it. Yes, you'll get the DC Universe. So you know where your money's going. Like you've oh, already yeah. made I mean, your decision. Maybe like my dad owns all of the other streaming services, and I just you yeah. know mooch off him. So maybe yeah. if he gets it, I'll watch a few things. But like some of the names of these shows are really dumb. Wandavision <laughs> so, sounds fun. What could that be about? Wandavision sounds like. <laughs> A weird 90s variety show? <laughs> Not even 90s, like 80s variety show. Welcome to WandaVision! And it's like the two most serious and tragic characters in the MCU, and their show is called WandaVision. <laughs> It'll be interesting to see what that actually is. Right. Uh, and uh, But so let's look at, look, I think DC's track record on TV... It's, it seems to be a little bit stronger than, than Marvel overall, right. but Marvel has been catching up with the Netflix shows. And now, and, put- and even then, there's not a lot of uh, DCCW. There's some DCCW, because obviously that we have you know some things that like we couldn't not have, but there a lot of us have fallen off with uh, the DCCW shows. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty much, I know we, someone watches The Flash a lot. Someone yeah. watches, I think, Arrow sometimes, and I watch Legends Tomorrow and Black Lightning. We and used to watch all of them, and I've only, I watch maybe two of them, and I know these guys don't watch any of them anymore. Yeah, I gave yeah. up on no, those. I gave, I gave up, up on <laughs> Flash. I think I don't even remember why I stopped watching. Arrow got too weird for me. Supergirl, I didn't even like season one. Um, wow. I, How do you like DC, but don't like this? <laughs> I'm so yeah, confused. It just it has a, a like weird energy. I like 
Arrow tried too much to be Batman, and I don't know why. Yeah, it's Batman like, light. Oliver Queen's supposed to be a comedic relief character. Like, <laughs> he's well, not supposed want, to be this dark They wanted guy. to make him palatable to the audience, and that was it's, the only way they, they, they wanted to CW him. Like, I've, right. I always have some myths with CW in general. <laughs> um, but uh, the season one of Supergirl was, I think it, it, it kind of struck me the wrong way with kind of like, we're feminist. We're like saying it every single episode and yeah. not actually showing anything like that like all of her female friends were her either her sister or romantic rivals or her boss who was a terrible person to her like i really couldn't i i couldn't you know get behind that and apparently it's gotten better apparently like yeah that was when it was on seasons are way it better. was on cbs and then it moves yeah. over to cw and gets a little bit better have you so seen what is the best tv show uh comic book based tv show of all time then that like in the recent five years that we've gotten on, I'd shows. say Doom Patrol. I'm gonna say Daredevil. I would say da- yeah, the Daredevil uh, seasons one I and like three are very good. I like season one of Daredevil, but yeah. I, I like and, and I like season two too. But I there was so much with Defenders. I I never got through Defenders. I never got through Iron Fist. No, don't worry it was about like, those. It, because of the other shows, yeah. it made my enjoyment of Daredevil worse. I gotta watch Doom sense. Patrol. I like the first episode a lot. Doom Patrol is really really good. I like I highly recommend I, I've been giving and don't tell DC Universe, but I've been giving my password out to my friends. Oh, well, that's fine. <laughs> Everyone does that. <laughs> that's how I've been getting my friends to watch. And actually, one of my friends was like, I bought the app. I got it. I got that's a great. I got someone to buy the app at work, too. I think I got about three episodes into Doom Patrol and I was getting wary of the girl with the multiple personalities. I found her to be really annoying. Jane, she's huh. a, she does an incredible yeah. performance, though, throughout yeah, the I show. Think, yeah, Jane, Jane. She like, does. A, she's the reason I, I got turned off of the show. Jane, Jane is is an interesting character because a lot of them like they seem so one note they seem so kind of like they they seem like these terrible terrible people and then they grow from like there's yeah. so much growth like there's really very little plot but there's so much character growth it's all character that, like, driven the show which is what I oh, like oh yeah it's a hundred percent character driven yeah so I I might have to just check it out and hang in there a little bit more but yeah, yeah definitely I, I think. Cliff is worth it. Larry's worth it. Rita's worth it. Yeah. If you don't like Jane, Brendan Fraser is amazing as Cliff Steele. Oh, he's so good. But they were revolving a lot of the episodes around her. That's why. Right. Yeah. She's very important very early on, but they right. kind of they focus more on um, Cliff, Larry, and Rita, and and Victor when he you know shows up. I, I will also which, say another great version of Cyborg. Like, uh, yeah. it's oh, yeah. it's a really he, good like, version. Early of Early on, he yeah. felt a little bit extraneous. Like I didn't really know what they were doing with him. Um, and I do think like. It's like he's the weakest part of a very, very strong show. Yeah. So it's hard to like he's not, you know, he's not terrible. He's just the weakest part of a fantastic show. So that bar is just so high. Timothy um, Dalton's great. Alan Tudyk is great. Oh, my God. Uh, Alan Tudyk. In their support and their roles. And it has the craziest. Was discovered by Joss Whedon, by the way. Who was Alan Tudyk, right? Yeah, because yeah, yeah. they were buddies. He was in the Dollhouse. I like and wearing Fire tunics. Boy. You like tunics? Like a Russian? <laughs> Alan Tudyk like and a Roman? I have the same birthday. Oh, yeah. Happy yeah, birthday. March 16th. Oh, I missed it. I'm sorry. Well, yeah. what about Alan Three Dick? Alan Three. Had to be done. I yeah, uh, yeah. I also I love Cloak and Dagger. I would recommend are we, that. Are to we going to announce categories? <laughs> no, I, you know what? Really, I just she's here to just kind of promote the idea the of the show oh, okay. and get people to vote because you'll be able to vote on like you know 
best costume, best breakout character. There's a shitload of categories. Yeah. And one of the ones that always get the most attention is ship of the year. Like at relationship. We have so many people in there and so many, of course, like returning like characters, like we gotta have Elicity. We have to have West Allen, but we've got like new people. We've got some Gotham represented. We've got, and I'm interested to see how this pans out because we have both, uh, Dick and Barbara from Young Justice and Dick and Starfire from Titans. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. So that's going to be an interesting kind of rivalry there. We've got Dick and Starfire got it odd in Titans. Yes. Yeah. In Titans. Yeah. Um, we got like Abby Arcane and Alec Holland from Swamp Thing. Lucifer, uh, Gotham, Black Lightning, Runaways. There's so many Umbrella shows. Academy, yeah. Wonona Earp. There's just, there's, that is the biggest category right there. I mean, obviously, best season. We have literally every show that had a new season. That's a lot. That is completed, <laughs> is represented in best season. Good luck in that. And a lot of these shows are, are now canceled, too, uh, yeah. recently. Uh, what, are you, uh, what are you excited for TV-wise coming out? Uh, this week on Ooh, Amazon, question. This, right. the show The Boys premieres, which is I'm a I'm interested boys. to see what that is. Yeah, that like, was... I, I, I've, I, I'm interested in that. It seems it seems a little bit like stuff that I've already seen before. It feels very much like what if superheroes were not good? And it's like something that we've seen so much already. Like it feels like a little bit Watchmen ish. Yeah, I'm interested to see kind of how what because it looks cool. I guess I'm really excited for. Um, because DC Universe does like one show at a time, right? And I think the next one is either Harley Quinn or uh, Star Girl, which is live action. Harley Quinn will be that adult animated. Both of those sound kind of fun. Oh yeah, I uh, mean it, Jeff Johns is in charge of all this DC Universe stuff. Of course, he was going to get Star Girl in there. Uh, what do you think about <laughs> Batgirl and her joining the CW? Um, oh, Batwoman. Yeah, I. Yeah, woman. That's oh, a different that, character, oh, Imran. Come on, come on, dude. Oh, you blew no. it. You son of a bitch. Batgirl's Batgirl's the movie. Is, is Batwoman. Yeah. yeah, sorry. Batwoman. I never I'm saw here. where she's in. I do feel like they said, okay, we have a lesbian character. Who's the first lesbian we can think of? Oh, Ruby Rose. <laughs> Ruby Rose. Let's get her. <laughs> she's like, it, it felt like they really didn't go too deep into trying to find an actual lesbian. I mean, Ruby Rose is a lesbian. Like, she absolutely 100% is a lesbian. It's not, I'm not saying she's not gay enough, which she seems to think everyone is saying. I'm saying that they really did not go much further than, oh, it's that gay chick from yeah. Orange is the New Black. Like, <laughs> yeah, she was in the John Wicks. They just went for the popular buzzy one. Yeah, yeah. And I think, and also, Kate Kane is supposed, like, is, is one of DC's most prominent Jewish characters. Oh, that's and right. And also not yep, casting yep. a Jewish actor. It that feels like the they're going to push that to the wayside. Which sucks. And I, I, I mean, I, I don't expect much from CW really at all. <laughs> so I, I really can't be angry with this because I feel if it was like a movie, if it was if it was something that I felt like they would take more care in in the first place, like I would be a little bit more upset. But I think for the most part, it's like it's exactly what I expect from CW. It is the first actor they could get <laughs> to play an iconic role. And it's gonna be okay. Put her in the suit. I'm excited for the crossover that that you know I like when they do the she, five she episode crossover. She was in the she's last in, one, and that was fun. And, yeah, and she'll probably be, be in the, the next, next one. Because next one's Crisis on Infinite Earths. Yes, where they should I'm, just kill Oliver Queen because it's been seven years. Well, the la- next season of, of Arrow is the, the last one. one. Yes, I yeah. think they should kill him in that. So crisis. they're probably gonna kill him. Um, 
But I'm worried because like there's this idea that like it's crisis on infinite earths. So we have to get everything because they already referenced uh, Smallville and the other one. So it's probably oh, going to be right. like they're probably going to include. Uh, they're obviously going to include Legends tomorrow. I wish they didn't. Um, <laughs> they're going to include Legends tomorrow, but well, I think they're also going to include Black Lightning. And Black Lightning has done so well being separated from all of them. It has a totally different tone. Like very clear artistic style. The music is I, great on that show. Oh my god, it's so good, and the, and I love the characters way more than any of the characters on this on the other. They shows. have yet to cross over on any of the shows, though. The black. No, Lightning. they they deliberately the showrunners are different people, and yeah. they deliberately were like, no, this is a different show. Yeah, and it, yeah, this you can tell. Like they reference it a few times. Like I think Jennifer says in season one, she like jokingly calls her mom uh, Supergirl, or and like she's like, next you're gonna tell me you're Supergirl or Vixen. <laughs> Um, uh, Alex, let me ask you this: Do we really need a show named called Pennyworth? That's about Alfred when he's no. young and hot and a it's a badass. prequel to Gotham, Ugh, uh, which we didn't need really Gotham right there. Yes, that, that's the not yet. Yes. Gotham's yes. already a prequel. Prequel, yes. like, a prequel. <laughs> yikes! Well, yikes. They did it. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, it's inter- I, I like that it's on Showtime because maybe it'll get a little no, bit more violent. Epi- it's on Epics. Epics. Whatever that's that what is. it is. Yeah, so it, an epic. it, it, I don't know. it could get violent, and I don't know. I think I think Alfred deserves his own thing. Like he definitely does. There's a lot of really interesting backstory stuff you could do with him. I don't know if it needs to tie into Gotham or its own show. You just do it, and I just give me a Batman show, and then do it in a flashback. What's the problem with that? That's true. Yeah, I could do that too. <laughs> just give me like give me like one like bottle episode flashback, which is all young Alfred. I can do one episode, a whole Caesar series. It's just going to turn into Gotham where they start introducing characters. That shouldn't exist yet. <laughs> yeah. Well, Joker is also going to be weird. It's an Elseworld uh, tale. That's, yeah. That, you know? that, it seems like that DC's just doing some weird ass shit. DC's like I think they've they've gotten to the point where the future of like the Justice League DCEU stuff is a little bit up in the air right now, which is why like uh, Aquaman, Shazam. I don't think Wonder Woman. All of those movies aren't really furthering that universe. We're not getting Dark Side anytime soon. Um, but they're fine. Just make good standalone movies. Solid movies. Yeah, we don't need right, dark they side. Are, but yeah. they're not. Do you, they don't do know they if they want to continue that universe. So that's why they're also doing all these side projects. They're doing, you know, Joker, which is totally Elseworlds. Batman is going to be, you know, a prequel now. Um, Birds of Prey, like that's probably not going to tie into like it'll make it, it's it, like going to be kind of a sequel to Suicide Squad. But for what the do most you think part, the goal is? Push anything. What do, you, what do you think the goal is for the DC? Uh, brand in the in the movies it was to tell one cohesive story i think it was to do the same track that marvel was going like they were like dark side was going to be thanos like that was the idea but i think now they're just going to try to do these really great in mini projects that all tie together um which i'm fine with i like i i would like to have one big story but i'm also i've never, never really been a fan of like the big superhero team-ups i'm not like i don't get when, when there's a huge event i don't buy those but comics this um, is the thing this is the thing that happens though like there is most all of them like a lot of the comics especially dc they have all of this kind right? of synchronicity they have the trinity they hang out together mm-hmm. there's justice league they hang out together there oh. they all they're always up in each other's business all right. the time so if you just pursue these individual movies only you're kind of only getting that little like that little side of dc yeah i mean a little slither that's 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 what i like about dc the only two comics that i actually collect currently is 
Batgirl and Catwoman. Okay. And like those, and those don't like things that happen in Heroes in Crisis, things that happen in, you know, big Justice League events, they don't really affect those two too much. Like, like unless Batman dies, it's really not going to affect Catwoman any, anyway. D- DC like, needs to find a, uh, Two billion people like you, because they, 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 you are their exact market right yeah, now. Yeah, that's actually that's a lot of DC fans. That's yeah. that's a lot of DC fans are fed up with the uh, Heroes in Crisis has just gotten like from fans. I haven't read like official reviews, but from fans that I am friends with, people that I know, it really just no one liked Heroes in Crisis at all. Like I don't know a single person who was like, yeah, that's like one of my favorite things. It really just did not connect with anyone um was that the was that the recent event yeah uh, that was a okay. new event i think yeah. like kid flash dies again he's um, always dying yeah he's always dying and there's there it, it's it, i they tried to market it as this interesting thing because they brought in so many characters but there's every issue had like a full few pages of different characters doing therapy sessions oh that's exciting um, and it was interesting, but there's some characters that, like, Tom King obviously had no idea how to write, and so just did stupid, jokey gimmicks with them. Mm. Especially Catwoman, which you would think he could write a little bit better, but he can't. And she literally just looks at the camera and says, meow. <laughs> and I was like, oh my god. Like, and, and, like, there's a thing where Batgirl, like, she stands up, pulls up her shirt, and shows off the scar where the bullet went through, and she looks like a robot, and it just... it. It really doesn't, like, he tries to do dramatic moments with characters he doesn't seem to care about. It didn't work, and apparently Poison Ivy Swamp thing now. Like, it really just, that, that, that series just didn't connect with anyone. Because yeah. even the characters that you would, that were important, that people really like, were kind of treated like shit. So... That you know, I haven't read. That's why I haven't really. I'm still reading some Marvel. Haven't really read much DC. But Alex, yeah. where should the people vote for these polls? <laughs> Send them to the website. Yes, uh, sorry. Which uh, is well, so yes. Hang your cape. Yes. Uh, that is ap2hyc.com. Uh, there will be a uh, a big header. Uh, we'll have we'll have it all over the place on the front page. Uh, but definitely just. You could probably, if you're really struggling, you could just Google a place to hang your cape TV. I'll have the link in the show notes. And then <laughs> uh, I like when you guys reveal it over on the pod capers. Yes. On we, I will be on with Scott and we will go over and reveal every winner uh, and, and probably editorialize, talk about if we think that they deserve to win or not, because that's kind of who we are. Well, we will just tell you exactly what we think, even if we're trying to be positive. Oh, no kidding. Do you have a uh, prediction? Like, give me like a prediction for like three shows you think are going to clean up. Um, I'm hoping Doom Patrol. I don't, I don't know, but I think, um, I think Umbrella Academy, we have a lot of Umbrella Academy represented and I think, that that's going to win a lot because um, I think that had definitely a more thing. There's some Walking Dead that I think will probably win their categories that they're in. Oh, that's all right. That's uh, the we have thing. Game of Thrones nominated for stuff as well, um, and that'll probably win the stuff that it's nominated for. Um, I think Shira um, I, that has a very dedicated fan base, yeah. including me and Scott. Yeah. So uh, I think that's going to do very well. Um, 
Daredevil, I think, is also going to win this. There's there's only a few things that it's nominated for, but I think the things that it is nominated for, it will, it'll win. I mean, I think those are the strongest uh, series over the past year, the ones yeah. that you just mentioned. So, look, go vote early, vote often, vote for your favorite show. All of the categories will be available to vote for all at once. Uh, so, uh, on the 22nd, the second, the first article goes up, which I believe is Ship of the Year. Um and all of them will be up at the same time, but we'll broadcast them differently. We'll have, uh, you know, the ship of the year will show up on Twitter one day and then the next day, the next one. So if you want to, you know, parse it out like that, but when you, the link that we have, that is the, the Google form that everyone will be, you know, filling out has all of the questions, all, all the categories there all at once. Uh, so, you know, vote as many times as you want to, uh, we're not, you know, restricting this to one vote. This is usually a big fandom fight. I know. Uh, last I love year, it. It's a lot of fun. Oh yeah, last year there was a lot of push from the Agents of Shield fandom went like crazy. I I, I saw uh, it, it was really the Agents of Shield fandom versus the DCCW fandom. Wow. And this year, I don't know what they're gonna do. There's yeah. <laughs> there's it's very rigged. little of that. Of, it's rigged for DC to win. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we're going to see, uh, I mean, not like not even DCCW. Like, we have yeah. a few things for, you know, Black Lightning, because I love I Black mean, Lightning. There, and there's so many shows. But there's I so just, obviously, shows. I love David Malofsky, and I want to support anything he's mm-hmm. doing. So, listener, check the link in the show notes. Alex, we're going to move into a segment called News from the Nation, and it sounds like this. It's time for News from the Nation. It's time for News from the Nation. <laughs> really just an excuse to hear a toilet flush uh, but, and for fart noises that's also that's also the fun part but this is the part where i pull things from our facebook group jock and her nation but this week i'm going to do a special g fest 2019 edition g fest alex if i told you g fest what do you think this convention is about just from the name um hmm this always stumps people. People start with G. Yeah, nobody uh, ever gamer gets it. Fest. I don't know. Oh, Gamer mm, Fest. Close. That's a good guess. Oh no! Now I'm looking at the show notes. There you go. It, it, is, <laughs> it is the country's largest Godzilla and kaiju Japanese monster fan convention held every year in Chicago. And through this podcast and meeting wonderful people and artists, we've uh, got to know lots of awesome artists. And uh, this is the fourth year. I went in a row. Anthony, unfortunately, missed out this year. Anthony, they were all asking about you. I'm sorry. They missed sorry, you. It wasn't Imran. It was a lot of fun. I love this annual tradition. I love seeing uh, all of our friends who now listen to the show and have listened because we've met them at G-Fest. I'm going to shout out a bunch of artists, listener, and Alex, follow along. You can go to the yeah. show notes because you might find some awesome Instagram accounts to follow. <laughs> Nothing here but great art. couple of highlights, though, at the G-Fest. They, this one room had this like Japanese tea ceremony, this Godzilla tea ceremony thing, and we go in there, and there's this giant like it's like three feet tall, this metal. Yeah, you sent me pictures. Yes, yeah, so it was is a metal Godzilla tea kettle that you plug in, you put water in it, and then the steam comes out of its mouth. Oh, <laughs> I thought out of his ass. No, no, not out of his ass. Oh. It comes, but it had a price tag. 
in front of it. And now, did you break it? No, Alex. You the, son of a the, bitch. Uh, before I tell you the, how much they wanted for this thing, Alex, the first year I went to uh, G Fest, uh, it's all recorded on audio in our show. I broke kind of an expensive model. <laughs> Oh and it, no! And it, all of it, yes, all of it was recorded on air, and I put it in the show. It's if you love cringeworthy audio. So, needless to say, every year I'm a little bit nervous. It's like I can't go into a crate and barrel because I will just smash all that glass. Why is it out there? Anyways, this giant Godzilla tea kettle, one hundred thousand dollars. Oh shit! That was Holy the price tag. There was only one. That dude. Yeah, I think some guy made it out of like metal and shit. Yeah, like, it was he made amazing. It, himself. it looked, yeah, so it like was, Tony Stark made the Iron Man armor. He yeah. made it in a cave, uh, and uh, it, it was <laughs> with scraps. Uh, Anthony, <laughs> Anthony, if we had enough Patreon money, I would have bought that for you. <laughs> Thank you. I would be too scared to even walk into the same room. Yeah, I felt a little weird standing next to it. I was like, hundred thousand dollars, you fucking crazy. But the toys there cost a lot of money. The other thing that was great is like on the Sunday night in the patio. Everyone hangs out, all the artists, and I knew I was in the right geeky place with all my geeky peers when a fucking lightsaber battle kind of broke out. There was a lightsaber duel. All of a sudden, I'm like, holy shit, it's Star Wars over there. What the fuck's going on? But that's when you know you're amongst- Pretty geeky. Yeah. Yeah. That's when you know you're a Bugs fellow nerds. But shout out. I told them I would shout out all- uh, all their accounts so people could check them out. Of course, starting with John Bellotti Jr., our buddy. Uh, I heard him on the show and you hear him here. I'm pumped. Yeah, me too. Yeah, he's the second voice. Uh, visit. He's at Robo7 on Instagram. Amazing vector Godzilla work. Lenny Romero was there. It was great to see my buddy Lenny and Uncle Thomas Lensations. Uh, he's in San Diego right now. Yes, Lenny Romero ha- is tabling at San Diego Comic-Con and has a stack of Jock and Nerd stickers on his table. Jock and Nerd! Thank you, Lenny, for putting... Let us put our stickers on your table. You can find them at, at Lensations on Instagram. Lenny is mean with a pencil. The most amazing pencil work you've ever seen. Then you move on to Dope Pope, who's been listening to the show for two years. Uh, we met him at the convention. He's an amazing 3D artist who's been on the spinoff show. Dope missed you, Anthony, most of all. I missed him, too. I missed everyone that you're about to name, except some of the people that I don't know. Some new everyone people. else that I do know, I missed you. We tried, yes. We tried to get Bellotti to guilt you into coming, but uh, I knew that wasn't going to work. No, I was... So for the people that were were hoping I'd come, I had just come back from Vegas, and I felt like a truck had run I bet, over me. I bet you were just cashed. Yeah, I, I saw your Instagram. Yes, yes, we did. It was like so many people in girls in bathing suits. It was ridiculous. I, mean, you know, I was there for work. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, you were working. Work. Yes. Work. I was at G-Fest, Anthony. I was like, I, and I was showing everybody. I was like, look where Anthony's at. And it's literally like you in that pool party. With a bunch of people with their shirts off and fucking, I was like, this. Yeah, weird. there was man boobs. There was all there kinds was of stuff. Else. <laughs> Dope Pope, though, check out Dope Pope, uh, amazing three D artist. We call him Do Pepape. <laughs> well, there's a reason for that <laughs> because this next guy I met, it's Dope Pope's business partner, who they started the T-shirt company with, Joe Ger- Girardi. Uh, Joe is awesome. Joe is like a dope Pope clone. You can find him at Q Studios. And he, Joe actually came up with the name Dope Pope. And he told a hilarious story. They were trying to trademark it, right? And they called the trademark office. Yes. And the lady is like, uh, you can't trademark the word Pope. Sorry. But his, <laughs> it's not Pope. It's Dope Pope. So Joe goes, you know, he says, he goes, oh, you're pronouncing it wrong. It's the Poppy Pay. 
And it didn't. That didn't. <laughs> she wasn't buying it though. So they. they so now you do I'll call him the Poppy Pay. Uh, Larry Quatch was there. You know Larry, right, Anthony? Oh yeah. Uh, Larry's also at San Diego. Amazing uh, painter. Uh, check out his illustrations at Larry Quatch on Instagram. Mike Tchaikovsky, who is in the group from thevampirerobots.com, selling amazing Godzilla figurines and uh, other things. You can check him out at Vampire Robots. Crazy Jeff Zorno. Uh, I ran into a lot. This dude is nuts and his art is great and his stories are ama- amazing. He is at Zorno Must Be Destroyed, which is somebody take Zorno down. He is a crazy man. <laughs> uh, Bill Couture. At bill.b.couture, another amazing pen and ink guy and colors. He had a comic book out. And a new artist I met that kind of knew everyone, Giuseppe Bianco. Ooh, great fucking name. Giuseppe is really cool. You can find him at kaiju underscore sketches. Amazingly intricate pen work. And they're like these quirky kaiju characters, but you can get lost in the texture he creates. Yeah, with very ink. fun stuff. Yeah. I've seen his Yeah, stuff. He's, he's, he's very good. Uh, so you guys, listeners, everyone check out these Instagrams. If you like, I like following a lot of artists on Instagram. Cause it's just, it's inspiring to scroll through and see people's artwork and see, you know, comic book illustrations from the greats and Godzilla illustrations. So I'll have all these links in the show notes, Alex, any of these guys jump out. Do you like any of these styles? Yeah, of art? I'm, I'm scrolling through right now. These are really cool. Are you a Godzilla like- fan? Uh, I'm not particularly, I have never, I don't think I've ever seen a Godzilla movie. Um, but I think that I, 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 like, I, I would want, I want to, like, <laughs> it's just not a thing that I have, like, dived deep. It's a really, it's a really deep fandom. It's a crazy yeah. deep fandom. Yeah, yeah. It, it reminds me, I'm, I'm kind of dipping my toes into the horror fandom recently. Similar. Kind of yeah, feels, that's another yeah, one. Feels yeah, like that. And there's a crossover to comic books. It's very cultural oh, too. Yeah, and there's dude. There's people from Japan flown in from this. Uh, uh, G Fest is a lot of fun. Happens every year. Uh, and uh, next year, Anthony. Uh, yeah, should, if I if I'm not sent out to Vegas for work, <laughs> I'll attend. Hey man, what, you gonna, what do you want to be? You want to be in a courtyard uh, with lightsaber battles, or you want to be in a in a pool surrounded by women? Yeah, but the, uh, but we have your yeah, friends and men. And men, yes. yes. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a hard it's if a hard Godzilla choice. If Godzilla was in that pool, he'd be happy. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know. I love it. And I'm not even that big of a Godzilla fan, but I've grown to appreciate it uh, hanging out because Anthony and Ruggs are big Godzilla fans, and I love these artists and the, the fandom. They're great guys. Yeah, they're so, everyone is super nice. It's a great community, and the fandom is crazy. Uh, right mm. on. All right, Alex, tell the people one last time. Before we peace out, where they can find you, what you want them to do online. Uh, yeah, uh, go to A Place to Hang Your Cape, ap2hyc.com, uh, and vote for any and all of your favorite shows uh, and, you know, tweet it out. Uh, we will be posting all the articles on Twitter. All of the articles will be online. But, of course, ap2hyc and podcapers is uh, is the Twitter. Um, Tell Scott Meridue uh, that he is my favorite uh, exasperated Brit. Yeah. Ever. <laughs> he, yeah. And then, yeah, listen to Podcapers because <laughs> that is always fun. And even, even if you don't want to deal with Scott, there's one episode that doesn't have Scott. It's just me and my friend talking about the Adventure Zone. <laughs> but everything <laughs> Scott says is hilarious. He, uh, no, yeah. his, his diction is great. Yeah. Scott, Scott has a has has 
extreme hatred for all things Disney and on a lesser level, uh, DC. Yes, so it's, it's great. Oh, I, yeah, he does hate yes, DC, he doesn't hates, he? I remember he came that. on the show as the man, the who, man hates who hates DC. DC. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, think grown, yeah. I, I think I at least have gotten him to have like some appreciation for it, but I think I think he's he's kind of so angry at Disney right now that he's just not <laughs> focusing that anger. <laughs> well, I would recommend, listen, the Halloween musical episodes you guys do, are uh, they're oh, really yeah. fun. Scott we, Point was the last one. Scott they're Point and the, so and, the, and the one before that we were part of. I mean, Rug Boys the Felt king over here you know we got the felty king oh shit that's right right here and uh, and stan lee rug boy say something in stan lee spider-man yeah, he just has to talk <laughs> like himself and then, and then anthony and i were guards and like scott's first of all the writing and the music it's amazing so ambitious yeah you, scott you, does all of that himself he he wouldn't even let me edit the music i edited that episode but i wasn't editing any of the music he had to do all of the music it had to be perfect his line um, delivery is so good like i told you he's in the moment i buy it he's like great voice actor scott yeah. you have a lot of talent so check all that out i'll put links to everything in the show notes rugs where can the listener find you online on twitter at really rug boy. I don't even go on it anymore. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, Scott doesn't use his Twitter either. Uh, <laughs> which is really funny. I'm the plug. only like uh, I'm fuck the only like Twitter. directly connected fuck, other than Fuck that Aiden. show. Fuck that yeah, Twitter. Fuck that shit. Eh, look, he's there if you want it. Show notes for this episode, jockaneer.com slash two eighty four. Alex, thanks for being here. Yeah, Alex, yeah, thanks thank for your you time. For having me. Uh, I learned a lot. Yes, and I like how they, we have you know we. It's nice to see how the other th- other side yes. thinks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I kind of I'm 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 usually that person of I bring a new perspective that people seem to think is very wrong. I love how Malofsky's <laughs> given us the man who hates DC and then the girl who loves DC. It's a great balance. Yeah. It's Thank great you. to have it. both of you. Thank on. you, David. Thanks for listening to the show, listener. Follow us on all the social medias if you like the show. Tell a friend, spread the geekery, and we'll catch you next time at the Jock and Nerd Podcast. My name is Imran. My name's Anthony. He's the Jock. And he's the Nerd. Peep we'll you next time. Not funny.